I pull up. I the doors of the hotel open up, and she comes out in slow motion. <laughs> Hair blowing in the wind, smiling. Everybody's like dropping their coffee and like. Oh my gosh. Anyway, she comes over. I'm like, wow. Welcome to Drop the Disc and Happy Valentine's Day. Today, to celebrate, we're here with a power couple, Anna Christine and Ryan Bowers. Anna, who came on the show in November, is the host for The Dish on Six and Local Living, while she's also working with and married to Ryan, who's growing his company, Athlete. We talked to Ryan about his time as a professional football player and how eventually he decided to settle down and start his own business. I see a young guy go over the wall and make this great catch, and I'm thinking, man, I don't have that in me anymore. I'm, I think I'm done. His persona and time on The Bachelorette. A lot of times you'll have a villain. I wasn't really the villain. I was more of their character that became more the arrogant guy and of course we cap everything off with the drop the disc question and a love story you guys i actually called my dad the next day and i was like dad how do you know if you love somebody and he was like well and i'm like i really think that i am in love with this guy and i just met him i mean obviously not only on abc's the bachelor can that happen Thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. Of course, we hope that you are having or plan to have or had an awesome Valentine's Day. Whether you subscribe to that holiday or not, maybe it was just a really good Sunday. If you like the show, please rate or review it. Subscribe to it on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen so that you get the newest episodes and let us know what you think. This episode, like every episode, is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. Real estate is a crazy world, whether you're buying for yourself, whether you're selling, whether you're investing for the future, you really want to talk to somebody, one, who is willing to put in the work, two, who is experienced, and three, who's going to be on your side. Chris and I both know from personal experience using Nancy for our own personal real estate decisions. She is all three of those things and more. Check her out at Downtown Augusta Broker on Instagram or give her a call at Powell & Associates, 706-717-1281. And as a side note, if you or anybody is interested in podcasts, you should check out Augusta Podcasts. It's a little side hustle we do. Our website is AugustaPodcast.com. Seriously, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, guys, I'm Chris. Hey, guys, I'm David. And uh, we are Drop the Disc Podcast. We have an incredible Valentine's Day special. Right. So we tried to figure out the best way we could celebrate Valentine's Day. And so what we decided to do was bring on a power couple that kind of strikes at maybe the classic feminine definition of Valentine's Day, but it's these two that are doing these really awesome things in Augusta. Um, and introduce yourselves real quick. So I'm Anna, Christina, um, and you are? I am your husband, <laughs> oh, Ryan hello, Bowers. husband. And Anna, we've had you on before. Welcome back. Thank you Thank for you for bringing back. Ryan. Yes. We're excited. Yes. And the leash is not too short. <laughs> Sometimes uh, it turns into quite the choke. <laughs> oh man! But we'll talk about that later, right? Yeah, we're not That's there great. yet. Well, um, let's. We should start this drinking. This is Valentine's. It's all about love, baby. <laughs> Maybe we should start drinking. We Speaking need to start love. drinking. Yes. Um. So we have Zach McCabe in the house. Zach McCabe, with all equal parts, has created this pink 
beverage that I assume is a Valentine's Day beverage. Zach, will you talk to us about what we're about to consume? I would love to, David. <laughs> uh, so this drink's called the King of Hearts. So it's going to be like a sort of Moscow Mule-ish type thing. It's something I came up with for the American Heart Association. Um, when's this going to air? Next Valentine's Day, probably. On, so a yes. couple of weeks ago, they asked me for a Valentine's Day cocktail, and this is what I came up with. So it's going to be some berries, uh, spicy ginger beer, some honey, lemon, gin, a good bit of gin, and then a little <laughs> bit of chocolate bitters to kind of like bring that kind of red fruit covered in chocolate vibe from for Valentine's Day. Sounds like it's going to be Ryan's favorite. Yes. Yeah, I'm not much of a drinker, but when I do, Moscow Mule <laughs> is the way to go. Is the way to go. I'm a chills. Cheers. Zach, you, you created this drink? Yes. That's pretty cool. Shout out to you, Zach. And if you want your own unique created drink, Zach McCabe at All Equal Parts, follow him on Instagram, shoot him a DM. Yes, Zach is awesome. He's wearing his mask. He's wearing his mask. <laughs> and he has green straws. <laughs> yes, he does. They're blue. Well, they're right? blue, but, blue, but, they're, but they're not plastic. <laughs> That's true. Eco-friendly green. Yes. You can travel with this one. Yes, so, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get down to business. Anna, we've had you on before, but for those that may not have heard that episode yet, can you give us can you give us a little bit of an idea of how you got to Augusta, what your background is? Well, so first of all, I'm a wife to this guy. That's right. Um, I, we have two kids, and then I also am a host and producer of two local TV shows, one called Local Living and the other The Dish. And so originally when, or how I made my way to Augusta was... I was hired through MTV to be a mentor on MTV's Made. I know you weren't familiar. You aged me. I did not. I was not familiar <laughs> and at the time. I'll be honest. I thought you said Made like M A I D because oh Made sounds like MTV made. sounds like an MTV show. Yeah, but then you yeah. then I looked it up and it was M A D E. Yes, M A D E. I thought that I explained it. No, you did. You did. So, you did. Um, I was still stuck on Maids. Yeah, we right. also had Zach McCabe that day. I think. That may have played. And in. we also you had might three have had drinks. Too many drinks. <laughs> no, so I was on MTV's Made, and um, again, I was a mentor right. on this show to a young right. woman who wanted to compete in a pageant for the first time. I'm a former Miss Texas USA. Important. Um, right. Uh, I got Very to compete important. at Miss USA. <laughs> USA. And um, one weekend, I met Ryan. Dun, da, da, dun. And. I drug her all the way here from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So yeah, I ended up going back to Texas, and we kind of did a back and forth thing for a little bit. Yeah, we can get into that. Well, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. get into that further. But, and so now I'm here, and you get to see me on TV. Woo woo! That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. Uh, slight plug: we're going to do an interview with you, so we'll That's share right. that content. You know, we'll have some stuff out there about it. Uh, check her show out. Our interview is going to be on Local Living and her other shows, The Dish on Six. And you'll be able to find that interview at wjbf.com slash local dash living. Ryan. Yes. You have we not have not met show. you. <laughs> well, today's the day. Today's our big day. Yes. Today is so, the day. So, Ryan, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, are you originally from Augusta? There you go. Well, not originally. See, I was born. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy that tells you that my entire history but uh, i was born in california went to illinois to texas ended up back in georgia or here in georgia mm -hmm. uh, by the time i was in the third grade so 
Was raised here in the Augusta area. Okay. I okay. went to Greenbrier High School. Gotcha. And then Me went too. off to, Did you? Shout out to you. How about that? Just a couple years after, huh? Just a couple. One or two tops. <laughs> Brian's, Brian's real young. Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my voice is young. There yeah. it is. There it so, is. So, Ryan, what is it that you're, you, you're a very athletic man. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's pretty safe for me to say that seeing you walk into this room. What are you doing around the city? <laughs> well, I did play, I played baseball, basketball, football, and ran track and then went to college and, right. and did um, football. So you wanted to be an athlete though. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an athlete. I, was kind of, I don't know if it was really a choice. Like my <laughs> my son may not have a choice either. You I know, was hashtag blessed. It's right. just right. well, it's just when you're born with it. I was put around it all right. the time. Yeah. You know, uh, my father was travel uh, softball, uh, basketball, like constantly playing. You know, right. and so I as a kid, I'm sitting there in the bleachers watching him, or he'd pull up and uh, open up the hatchback to a, a car that we had at one point, and we would sit there. These were great memories as a child. You of know, course, we're sitting in the outfield at night going to sleep watching him you know play softball and stuff so it kind of um i guess spawned a dream inside of me to find out who i could be as an athlete so uh, and then you know sports teaches us so much oh, so yeah um, i also own athlete sports training academy now so. right so you've come full circle mm-hmm. when you when you left here to play football where where'd you go what were you playing were you good what were you playing well um this area i mean you're better than me it's like, not a we don't. big football <laughs> right this, this area is not a big football area i mean at that time greenbrier was what a 4a yeah Maybe i want to say we were 3a, 3A. there yeah. was only yeah. 4a in the state i'm just trying to age you yeah, that's all this was 1999 guys <laughs> you know 99 all right so <laughs> 3a greenbrier yeah, i think i was a freshman <laughs> In the <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, so, yeah, 99. Um, all right, where are we going? We're going you, where'd you go to college? Went yeah. To Presbyterian College. But what I was going to say about the area is it just was a, it's a baseball-heavy area. Oh, right yeah. Now. And football yeah. is really growing here now. Um, and that's part of what I want to do for the area is, is help grow football. But I went off to Presbyterian and, um, and really kind of didn't get noticed being from this area. Coaches kind of just take i-20 and drive on by you know right um so there i really kind of came into my own so um about three years what were you playing played safety at football safety that was the question i know the answer is okay there you go i'm like okay it was football no no so you were safety safety. okay and uh yeah defensive back and then a kick returner and you oh a kick returner so Mm -hmm. you're you're super athletic yeah were you running track too speed yeah, I gained a lot of speed, but it, it came through performance training and working and developing. Gotcha. And that's why I guess, you know, today that's what I do right. is I help other athletes. So. so so when you were playing football, did you know what you wanted to do? Right. You're in college where you get to choose whatever you want to do. And did you know what you wanted to do? Yes, did you want to go I play pro? I knew that pro? I wanted to make it to the NFL one day. So, okay. And that happened. I got time with the NFL, in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. And then went to Europe, played NFL Europe, so I got to travel and play. That's so cool. Played in the World Bowl, which is really neat. That's wow. Um, with Amsterdam, so. That's so yeah. cool. I was like two years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's so cool, though, that you were able to travel around the world playing football. And, and I think it's even more interesting that you're traveling the world playing football professionally. And it seems like you were doing pretty well for yourself because... The top like zero 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 one percent of people that play football make it to the NFL. Yeah, you're already dominant. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. To be honest with you, for me, it happened. 
out of a Division two school, and yeah. right. For me, it was actually three years removed, too. So I went to the Arena Football League. I want to hear about this. Yeah, I went to the <laughs> Arena Football League first. Uh, I was supposed to go into a camp with Jacksonville. They asked me to go to the Arena League first to play a few games. Started getting more, more, um, you know, or noticed more by other teams. And I ended up breaking my shoulder in my final game. So, yeah. And then, mm. but, you know, God has a plan for everything. And it mm. was just kind of neat to see how I navigated through this, you know, entire process of, of now, what do you do? Every year there's more guys coming out, you know, and it's very difficult to make it anyway, but now there's other guys coming out and I'm coming from a D2 school. Mm -hmm. So there's guys coming out of major D1 programs every year that are good safeties. And so am I going to get this shot or not? I don't know. You know, I feel like God's calling me to it. So I kept pursuing it in my career. I was on, let's see, I was on 16 teams over eight years. Yeah, and so uh, my only NFL team it was the stint with the Falcons, and mm -hmm. then I played on two NFL Europe teams, and then the rest of them were the arena, were in the Arena Football League. So. We've we've never had an NFL Europe. Well, we've never had an NFL player on the show. Not yet. the The, the <laughs> best athlete we've ever had on the show is Derek May, who is a ping pong world champion. So <laughs> different worlds, I think maybe. I'm pretty sure Derek May is trained by my new strength coach, Rob. I, I know hope Rob. that's true. There you Rob go. Houston. Rob Houston. Yes. That's awesome. He's I one of my best true. buds. Yeah. yeah, Rob's great. He's, <laughs> Shout he's out a, to he, Rob he's Houston. Our, Rob, he's our new strength coach. That's awesome. Yeah, he he was training Derek May, and actually that's how we met Derek May, because he said, hey, man, this guy, <laughs> what small, a small world. world. Small yeah. world, yes. So me and Derek May are your two athletes. Love that. <laughs> if we awesome. ever need to form Hello, a league. Hello, <laughs> did we forget that I played college volleyball? <laughs> that's true. Ah, that's there true. we go. She if you want that story, the episode is online. That's there right. That's go. right. Um, and, and so, you know, you're doing all this athletic stuff. And at what point did you move back to Augusta? Because I think it's crazy that you're traveling the world, you're a successful guy, and you move back to Augusta to yeah, start this program. I mean, so even one of my off seasons, I actually went to New York and got to do some modeling and, and acting and stuff like that. So we I was need some dabbling links. in everything, you know? Yeah, some links. <laughs> I got some pictures. I can <laughs> oh, she got them. So, um, hey, that sounded kind of weird. But, but when, when I would <laughs> come back home, a lot of times for whatever reason, it was always like Master's Week, you know, it's right. like the best of Augusta. Right. Mm -hmm. But... I would enjoy being here, you know. Um, the world is, it's fast, you know. And not that Augusta is not fast, but it's a great family community. It's relaxing. Sometimes the younger generation doesn't love it. I didn't always love it when I was young because I'm like, this is really relaxing. Right. And I don't really want to be relaxed. <laughs> right. I want to have a good time. There's you know? time and, for that. Yeah. Got to get out. But this is, I mean, it's a great place to raise a family. And coming home here was, was really nice. And so. Um, when was that? Well, I was constantly coming home. When I came home to, to stay, mm -hmm. so I thought um, <laughs> it was 2008. Okay. No, 2009. The Arena yeah. Football League folded up, you know, after like, you know, the market crashed. Market crashed, yeah. With the housing market. So um, I came home and I was always, each year I would flip houses and stuff during the off season. Mm -hmm. And um, so this year I was flipping a house. Then the housing market crashed, and then I found out that the uh, AFL crashed, <laughs> and so that was uh, that. That was tough, you it's know. Tough, had, yeah. Yeah, I had my money in houses, and you know what I mean, right? And, right. Uh, or in a house that I'd done, and uh, was in no way expecting to have to face. Well, what else would I do besides play football? You know, right. I mean, I wasn't done. 
Um, so anyway, pretty neat how things ended up working out. I finally, by the grace of God, sold that house, moved on. I got a, a call from another team in a pro league and went and played one more year. Then I decided to come home. Um, as I was playing that final season in a, like, it was a smaller AFL. So here's mm-hmm. the funny thing, right? Guys, this is a part of the reason that the AFL shut down. All right. Here, we'll give you this story. The union, the players union, it was okay. led by the NFL Players Association. We, we had them representing us. Kept demanding more and more and more and more money. Well, all these, the market is crashing and you're demanding more money and they folded up shop and, and shut it down for everybody. So that was, uh, that was a lesson of what unions can do. Right. And so um, that's my conservative side talking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much every side, don't you think? Uh, <laughs> yes. Pretty conservative guy. Um, you know, compassionate conservative. Right. But um, anyway, during that last season of playing in this um, lower level arena league where all the guys that were getting paid 150, 200,000 were still willing to play for pennies, you know, to play mm-hmm. the game. Uh, which just kind of goes to show you. You're pretty passionate. Yeah, so we're we're there, hopeful, you know, hopeful that something else can happen, you know, for us or that the Arena League will come back. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time, I was like, what do I want to do? The biggest impact in my life had been made, you know, really by a trainer. Uh, you know Keith Walton? I do, yeah. From the area, yeah, yeah. Keith? Yeah, Keith. Keith had trained me and others had trained me, and those guys really uh, instilled belief in me and coaches as well, but I love the training side of it so I said you know what I'm going to go back and I'm going to start a training business and um, I still I laughed because one of my teammates and I we sat around he, he thinks that he he owns rights to my business because he thinks he came up with the name <laughs> Athlete. But, are you um, talking about Justin? No not Justin Rob Schroeder oh, okay. um, so anyway <laughs> we came back here and I ended up starting Athlete in 2009 and then uh, coached your brother there, yeah. Chris, at, yeah. um, at Westminster. I did not know that. Yeah. And then I went back to the Arena League. Uh, really? Yeah, Georgia Force, the Atlanta team. The, the league came back together, and um, the coach asked me if I wanted to be the defensive coordinator. And I said, well, I mean, I feel like I can still play. And he's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, if you're willing to play, then heck yeah, we'll have you, you know. And I was like, all right good because i have a business here and i'm only gonna be able to come up there a couple of days of the week mm-hmm. i was like so let's just um you know if you got another guy that needs to be the starter i'll be a vet they can come in and, and help out and so it was neat i was about seven games in um you know i'm i'm really wrapped into starting this business and um seven games in i see a young guy go over the wall in the arena league you know you're going into the fans to catch balls right go over the wall make this great catch and i'm thinking man i don't have that in me anymore i'm <laughs> I think I'm done. You know? <laughs> so I, I finished the season out and stuff, and, and I knew that I was, I was good. I was good with moving on. But it was, I really wanted to uh, help others. So I, I even spent that year helping train those guys and, and being sort of like a coach player. That's awesome. Yeah. After the break, we talk about all things Bachelorette, and then, of course, we'll have some romance and some conversation about athlete. This is the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. You know, guys, during this time where there's not a lot open or there's not a lot to do, let me tell you right now, Savannah River Brewery has been open and they are doing all the CDC guidelines to make sure that everybody's safe. However, they are also producing beer, incredible beer that you can try at any time. Um, Check them out. Savannah River Brewery. I want to tell you my favorite beer right now there is Beacon's. 
it is perfect for this cold weather that we're getting, sometimes rainy weather, and it's that dark beer that is a milk stout. It's got some cocoa nibs in there, so it's a little chocolatey, but it's also got a taste of local. Ubora beans, coffee beans, Ubora's actual beans are in this beer. So you are tasting not only beer that is done in Augusta, Georgia, but you are also tasting coffee that is done in Augusta, Georgia, and that is the best thing about Savannah River Brewery. They are really great at staying in the community and working with the community. Check them out, Savannah River Brewery. We're getting dangerously close, We're getting I think, there. to the time that you and Anna met each other. Where's yep. the popcorn? <laughs> yeah, so I'm... I was, so how did that happen? Yeah. Well, I was constantly... Well, I had seen... Um, I saw Anna in 2011. Um, I'm watching um, Miss USA. <laughs> Yeah. He's like taking notes. Yeah. I'm. I want to meet this girl. <laughs> and Basically. I'm like, I'm looking at the top, the top four. You know, they're up there. Uh, who's going to be Miss USA? And I'm like, um, I tell my stepmom, I'm like, Mom, come, come in here real quick. I was like, I need to meet a girl like that. You know, <laughs> literally, I'm, I'm pointing at her. I'm like, I need to meet a girl like that. This girl, she, she's funny. She was, you know, she was cutting up and stuff and not taking herself too serious. We need some tape of this. Yeah. And, um, I could provide it. <laughs> so that, that happens. And then probably six months later, one of my best friends, he's like, man, we got to get out of here. You got to do something. He was always following me to go do <laughs> Weather's ball or, you know, coming up to New York, whatever it was. Um, and I'm like, well, I'm working till 11 o'clock every night working on my business. And, um, He's, I said, well, why don't you, uh, you can be my agent. And I was like, call around, get it, get us something going. Mm-hmm. And he comes back in like a week later and he's like, Hey, uh, there's going to be some people calling you. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? He said, I was watching TV and they said, call this number for the bachelor. If you want to put somebody on the bachelor, right? <laughs> so I'm like, he's you your agent. kidding me, man. <laughs> you took this serious, right? And, uh. Yeah, they called me, and then. And what um, year was this? This was in 2012. So okay, okay. So, so this was two and a half years into athlete. Yes, athlete. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. So 2012, and and they're calling me, and I'm like, I'm not sure. You know, should I do this? I'm kind of praying through it. I'm like, do I really want to go on a show like this? I'd said no before. Um, I, I knew somebody that was associated, and I was like, yeah, it's not really my thing, you know. But this time, I was like, yeah, you know, travel meet people you never know you know i'm sure they're not going to pick but i'm sure she's going to be somewhat cute you know um <laughs> they're like they're going to put my cute. company name up every time i talk yeah we'll do it <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that yeah. ryan from athlete right <laughs> athlete ryan what did it say do you remember um ryan b that's right. how they did ryan it b then. but they didn't put a ryan title b. they didn't Nothing give you like uh, a no it was a ryan b professional trainer i think it was oh, or something there it like is that. it's yeah. funny they ripped you off there yeah ripped <laughs> that's me what off, you needed <laughs> athlete come on guys H- had you guys met before you made on uh, the decision to go on no no i probably wouldn't have gone on yeah hey so, good answer so he brownie points yeah um so no he saw me in 2011 on tv and then on tv okay. competing at miss usa and then he went on to The Bachelorette in 2012. And so at the time I had moved to Houston and mm-hmm. my friends, I was living with two other girls and they're like, why not? Let's sit down and watch this dating show. I had never seen it before. And so they joked about putting me on the show as well because I hadn't really dated anybody s- 
seriously. Ever in her life. Ever. Not ever one time. In you totally could have gone on. <laughs> And so I said, no way. She totally could have gone on. (laughs) I said, no way, though. I'm not going to go on a dating show. There's nothing wrong with me, I promise. And so that night, (laughs) no, I just didn't want to go. So, oh, Ryan has something else to say. There was something wrong with me. Um, no, as far as like my dating life, they thought uh, that there yeah. was something wrong with me because I hadn't really been serious right. with somebody at that time in my life. I kind of knew what Just I wanted. Just skip that step. Get married. Yeah, Just right? Meet them and get um, married. And so that was the problem, though. I would Bro. go on a date and be like, eh, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we ended up watching, and that night is the night that they were introducing all 25 guys. And so I saw Ryan. How funny compete. is that? I know. The Isn't that first crazy? in 2011, you saw her on TV. I see her on TV, and then, and she, then sees she. me. But the question is, did you say, "I need to meet a guy like that"? Well, so what's funny is that. <laughs> so fast forward. So in 2013, when I get hired mm-hmm. through MTV to come to Augusta, um, we're one weekend. We're at a uh, photography studio, Sally Kohler, and she has a shout wall out. of fame. Yeah, shout out to her because she really is. It's all because of you. Um, <laughs> she had a wall of fame, and I was like, "Wow, why does that guy look so familiar?" And um, she's like, "Oh my goodness, that is Ryan Bowers, and you need to meet him." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, he's cute, but <clears throat> so, but so I ended but. up going back to Twitter because Twitter at the time was becoming really popular, and I actually did tweet out." Hello, Ryan. So that night. First impression, First impression. Yeah, so I'm tweeting following the show because it had become popular. So I'm sitting there tweeting. And, yep, I went back and I looked and I was like, no way. You got to print that out. You got to screenshot that and print (laughs) that out. Um, So, yeah, so obviously I was impressed. He was really sweet, though, because if I remember correctly, you had, like, drawn something out for her. And mm-hmm. so obviously you're good looking. I mean, <laughs> you know, but when you, I remember you talking to her, you gave her a little note and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so thoughtful. Um, and then forget it. You know, fast forward a year, I had no idea. I'm here in Augusta. I didn't even <laughs> realize that this is where he's from. His picture's on the wall. And I'm like, wow, why does he look so familiar to me? And I didn't even watch the entire show. <laughs> I mean, it's not something you that I You were done when Ryan was done. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> basically. I wasn't done that quick. <laughs> right. But we... If you're cool with that, I'd like to hear what it was like. Just oh, yeah. was it a yeah. fun experience? Good experience? We've never been on a reality yeah, show. Yeah, I've thought Let about it. Let me tell it, you what. Um, yeah, I feel like now, you know, once you've been through something, it's right. like everybody knows how this is, you know. But it is pretty neat to to discuss it with folks. Um, you know what what you see is not always what you get. You know, of course. Um, there's definitely like tons and tons of producers running around. Um, they're letting it go pretty much right filming everything and then they're going to edit and Mm -hmm. and as the weeks go they start to um, design the show because they they've got now enough content and they're seeing where the relationships are going um, enough enough digging you know whenever you see them on this show or really any reality show you'll have all of a sudden interviews Mm-hmm. where they're interviewing them. And I've always wondered questions. about how that goes. And so they're really probing you for information. And they've right. got a plan when they're coming into that interview. They're going <laughs> to butter you up a little bit. But I'll be honest with you. Like, for the most part, I really saw a lot of the manipulation coming on, you know. And I just told myself prior to going on that I wasn't going to be the type of individual that talked 
trash about other guys and stuff. You know, my buddies are like, man, what are you going to do? You get on there when them guys tries you. (laughs) (laughs) My old me would not have appreciated that very much. But when I say old me, just coming to the Lord in my faith and stuff, you know, through college and everything, it just changed a lot of me. And, you know, I think that as an athlete, you know, you're, you're in and around other athletes all the time and everybody's got respect for each other. You know, I mean, you don't really, you're trash talk each other on the field and you'll fight on the field, you know what I mean? But then at the end of the day, you, you you really kind of understand where lines are drawn and stuff. And they're like, what are you going to do? You get on national television. One of these guys tries you (laughs) and all my buddies. Right. And, um, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be the guy that, you know, basically makes a fool of himself. In that way, <laughs> in that way. <laughs> well, because according to some edits, uh, yeah, it just it became you know the whole tongue in cheek and joking around and stuff. It really kind of uh, did not work in your favor. It did not work in my favor. <laughs> um, no, in no way. But it also sort of did um, in the sense that it became a big part of the show. So a lot of times you'll have a villain. I wasn't really the villain. I was more of their character that became more of the arrogant guy. Oh, um, love that guy. Yeah, yeah. So the first three weeks we Apparently go through Apparently I did it. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Um, so the first three weeks we're going through it, it's like on film, I'm doing really good. You know, I get the first, um, I got the first date, I think, the first, second date. So anyway, oh, I was the first person she wanted to talk to that night. Then I got the first date and... Um, we hit it off. We're having a good time and stuff. And she, I mean, she was a good person, you know? Right. And so I was enjoying her company, but I started to notice probably a couple of weeks into it that I was like, you know, this person, this is not for this person is not for me. You know, um, there was just things that I knew it, she was not for me. So, um, I went to the producers and said, you know, I'm thinking this is not for me. And before we travel all Oh, they probably love the that. World. They probably love that. Mm. Yeah. I probably, knowing now, I'd like, just be quiet and go along with the process and be the nice guy, you know, just be the nice guy. And everybody will say, just oh, like, he was such a nice guy. Why, why'd she let him go? Yeah. Just so, on the next date, like, hey, you know, we don't have to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. It. Um, so anyway, but they were like, uh, well, she's not going to be made to look very bad. So you can decide. I'm like, oh man, that's kind of a threat. What does that, what does that mean? <laughs> so we continue to go along with the show and everything and, and we're having fun. I'm going on the, you know, second day and stuff and, and every, we're enjoying the, the guys. We're having fun too. You know, I bet. like, yeah, it's all guys all the time. <laughs> we, we never even see her. We're like, go out on a date with her every now and again. We're like, oh, this is kind of weird. You I know? forgot. That's what we were doing here. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, you know, and then you see people that are like, man, I just don't like it whenever you know, somebody comes else comes and talks to her. Like, dude, there's 24 of us, man. Everybody's going to talk to her. What are you talking about? You know? Um, so as, as we went through the process and everything and it, it gets more competitive and I kind of went down to like the final six, I think it was, and, uh, seven or six. And at that point, people's emotions are getting involved. Right. Guys will be guys, you know? Um, and for me, Probably stop I being guess when fun. I get in that situation, you would probably say about my personality, like I'm not, I'm not going to be getting mad and stuff, but I might say something that I probably shouldn't say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a little bit, you know, I don't know, flip it comment or whatever, but boy, that <laughs> I said something about a trophy wife, you know, at one point, you know, meaning a good thing. Um, right. 
As right. it can be. Right. 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 So right. As it can be. We're going to go ahead and take this opportunity to dot, let dot, you dot. explain yeah. what that is. So you actually got a lot of... ABC. They're going to make that something else. I do a cheers to somebody's future... To Emily, somebody's future trophy wife. And, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek. It creates conversation. Right. sure did. Tons of conversation. So much so that they made a show called Trophy Wife. Yeah, I know, right? ABC, right afterwards, does a show called Trophy Do you get royalties from that? I should. Yeah. It made it very popular. Do you want to be his agent? But I will tell you this. If you come to my house, going in through my garage... The house it says, what does it say? Former athlete and, and former athlete and, and his trophy wife. Trophy wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or whatever. So, so let's let's a, a talk about got that for us, not me. I didn't. Hey, that there. let's talk about your wife. Let's talk about you guys now. Your trophy you know, wife. I will tell you this: that that whole meaning of those words. Yeah. For on, honestly, though, was I knew the thing. If if, if two are going to become one, right? And and I'm doing everything I can to um, you know, be the best person that I can be and to pursue the Lord and all these different things in life and, and champion a lot of different things. I mean, that's not going to be just anybody that I'm going to pair myself with, you know, and, and, and they don't need to pair themselves with me. Are we going in the right, in the same direction? Right. But every person's going to have what they consider their trophies in life, be it their golf game, their job, their money, their cars, you know, it should be your wife and it should be your family, you know, and, and we're now learning how to do that, aren't we? Oh, yes. Boy. <laughs> yes. Um, and what I mean by that is just life, man. Like, yeah. You know, you, you grow up thinking, oh, we're going to get married and we're going to have kids. Yeah. And, and this is exactly it's what it's going to look be like. pretty rainbows and roses. Well, and next thing you know, it's like. <laughs> said no one ever. Yeah. Both kids went to the bathroom in their pants and, <laughs> you know, just All crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. I'm fixing a water pipe. Our water main breaks yesterday and I'm. You know, we have no water at the house. You know, it's just crazy, it's crazy. stuff happening. It did all the come time. back on shortly because my man can. Yes, I, I, I did go fix it. But anyway, no, that's and and you know, I I think that what kind of came out of that too is that for you it wasn't about winning, right? It was just Correct. about hey, you know, is this right for me? Okay, it's not right. So it's it's for somebody else to win. That's right, because exactly that's right, not what man. you want to be a part of. Well, I don't even want that in anything in my life, right. to be very honest right. with you. I kind of navigate life saying, all right, God, what do you have for me? Because ultimately, that's where I'm going to be most satisfied. Right. And that, that's been job opportunities. We've had opportunities to go be strength coach, D1, places, pro, you know. And, I bet. And it's just like I, we, we don't feel called to that right now, you know, and we want to be in line with what we're called to. You know, we both believe that, you know, so that's why we're meant to be together. Love that. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We'll be back with the Valentine's Day part of this Valentine's Day special, as well as some athlete conversation and around Augusta. But first, I do want to talk about one great partner that we have, and that's the clubhouse. Um, We just did an event at the clubhouse earlier this month. We will be posting a podcast from that. It's a it's a panel in which the executive director, Eric Parker, was one of our panelists talking about economic equality. The clubhouse is always doing this kind of stuff in the community. They're working with the state on the covid vaccine. And it's a really great place to get involved with if you want to start a business. Check them out. Learn more at theclubhouse.se. Type in theclubhouse. Put the period before the S-E. 
now we have reached the point where you guys have in our story we you guys have met each other so let's talk about that that's what we're really here for we just did 30 minutes of really great conversation leading up to what we're here for which is to talk about this power couple in front of us right now take us through the story i know you guys have told it before tell it the way that you feel most comfortable you want to do it (laughs) (laughs) well i will tell you this I was coming back from Costa Rica. I was with another guy that we're really good friends with, um, you know, just traveling and stuff. And he came back. He he was also on the show. And we came back and I had a message from Sally and I didn't check it for a couple of days. I had a lot of messages, whatever. And I I got around to checking my messages and it was like, hey, you know, there's a former Miss... um, Texas in town. I don't even know what she said after that. I was like, Sally, what's going on? Hey, what you been doing? I only read four words. You need an extra camera guy? (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, but he's like, listen, you know, there's this girl in town and stuff. And um, I really think you need to meet her, Ryan. You know, Um, so. And it's so funny because Sally had, I mean, she had every intention of just wanting us to meet. And Mm -hmm. really, MTV was looking for a gym for the girl to work out at and so she mentioned it to him and so the producer was like okay well let's get in contact with him but she really wanted us to meet in a different way um and so i ended up following him on twitter i gotta love twitter um and followed him and then a couple days later you checked your message and followed me back yeah so i'm i'm like all right i need to see who she is I'm like, oh, this girl's following me dang 21st <laughs> century like, love he got real excited <laughs> all right i got a chance you know <laughs> but no i was really in a place in my life where you know when you come off that show everybody you know this is the most watched show okay so it was very new for me i mean i've got people i've got people like uh steve young you know hall of fame steve young i'm on the sideline of a game he's like ryan and i'm like is there somebody else named Ryan? Because uh, I'm Ryan. He's like, man, when me and my wife watched you, he's like, dude, I loved your, your character on there. I was like, yes, it was a character. <laughs> he's like, people don't understand athletes. I'm like, I'm, when you go on here for Monday Night Football, will you tell everybody that? I'm going to come right over here by you. <laughs> um, I think it is on ABC, isn't it? Yeah. So anyways, um, there's so much coming at you. And I'm like, this girl's way too pretty for me to spend time with her if she's not about the things that I'm about, you know. Um, she could influence a guy. So <laughs> I will not do this. <laughs> so in our first conversation, what I'm are like, you trying to say though? <laughs> I'm like, would you, uh, would you be willing to you know, come to church with me while you're in town? And it just, as it happens. Well, and so when I was actually coming to Augusta for the first time, I was not necessarily in the best place in my life. I'd come off of Miss USA, I'd moved to Houston and I was traveling a lot for modeling as well. And so when I got to Augusta, I thought, man, this is going to be a a great opportunity for me to just refocus my life and get in the word and try and just focus on the things that really matter and prioritize. I'm not going to know anybody there. And then one weekend, right, Sally's trying to do um, be a matchmaker, Cupid. And um, I'm like, man, he's he is really cute. And so he had asked me originally to go do something. And I thought, God, I want to say yes, but I don't think that I need to do that. And then the very next question was, actually, do you go to church? And so on my way over here, I was in the taxi driving over to the hotel, which felt like an, an hour drive. But I remember the, the guy had a Bible on his dash. And so him and I, we started talking and sharing our stories. And 
funny enough, when I when I think back to that moment, there were so many things in there that happened. I mean, he literally right before I got off of the car, he says, do you have a husband? And I said, uh, no. And I didn't take that as like a weird like he wasn't right. asking me to right. be any which way. He's like, do you have a boyfriend? Are you engaged? And I'm like, no, like not at all. I'm not even close to it. And he says, I'm going to pray for your husband. And I thought, OK, well, that's really nice. And so one week later, I ended up meet, meeting who is my husband now. And so he ended up asking me to church. I was um, baptized at that church and we still go to the church, uh, Warren Baptist. Mm-hmm. And now we have two babies. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> so a lot happened in between then. I'm right. Right. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. How, we, how long did y'all date? I would just tell you that first date, that first date was really very long. Yeah. Very long. And I was not mad about it. No, we were just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where you're just going to stay up talking and you right. and, and just want to spend all this time together. Cause I'm going, hold on. This is crazy. You mm-hmm. know, I realized on the way over, that's when I, it hit me. I was like, this is the same girl that, that I had said. <laughs> I mean, that, how ironic is this? That is you crazy. Know I mean? You start getting a little more nervous. You're yeah. like, oh, crap. <laughs> Can't mess so, this up. So right. I will tell you that our, I was like, okay, great. Go to church with me. I was like, but today's Thursday. Uh, Friday, let's go to dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, our we first day. She passed the test. Yeah. So you go to dinner. It's the craziest. It's never happened before. It never happened since. I show up to pick her up at the hotel I pull up, I the doors of the hotel open up, and she comes out in slow motion, <laughs> hair blowing in the wind, smiling. Everybody's like dropping their coffee and like. Oh my gosh. Anyway, she comes He's over. I'm like, wow. Right. And uh, she had a fan so the whole time, though. The right. thing is, he was so nervous. Now I know, looking back, I mean, he gave me a side hug. I was like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Side hug. I was okay. like, hey, how are you? I was like, I don't want, I don't think I should go on two hands yet. Little pat, <laughs> little, little pat on the back. May not yeah. let go. Yeah, I remember being like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a great, great dinner. Shout out to Taco Sushi. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah for our, that was absolutely. our first date. The one in Evans. And then, um, yeah, so we just pretty much. Uh, you guys went long out. distance for a while after that, right? I mean, it's that. probably like seven months. Which That's I mean, a while it's a while to, to be the first yeah. seven months. I feel like we ended up seeing each other. I think every two weeks. So a lot. Yeah. he would go there. I would, you know, come to Augusta, and we did that for about seven months until finally we had the conversation, and I ended up being the one to move because he had already had an established business here, and what I right. do, I can really do from anywhere, and so uh, I took a leap. No Man. ring, no nothing. My Went. friends thought I was crazy. My dad gave me the silent treatment. <laughs> Not for a long time, but just like, hey, dad, I'm moving to Georgia. And he was like, mm. smart. But what did, <laughs> what, did, what did he tell us the other night? He said, hey, did, did you ever tell Ryan what you asked me that, yeah, that my first dad, night? Or um, after the first night, you guys? I actually called my dad the next day and I was like, dad, how do you know if you love someone? And he was like, well. And I'm like, I really think that I am in love with this guy. And I just met him. Boom. I mean, obviously. Not yeah. only on ABC's The Bachelor can that happen. <laughs> <laughs> One date. I, I too, you know, like both of us were yeah. like, wow. Well, and I think it was it was because it was the first time um, in my life that I had ever really sat with somebody and they were really wanting to get to know me. Um, to dive deeper and ask me questions about my life and what I thought about this or that. And. It was just so different for me. I had never experienced that before. Someone really 
paying attention to details. And so I thought, man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he lived so far. <laughs> yeah, so we went and took a U-Haul. Oh went, I went there with a U-Haul. My listen, goodness. I've moved. Oh, we're going to tell this story. <laughs> I, I played on, what did I say? I played 16 on teams. 16 different teams, you know, but we also, I lived in like 20 something different houses by the time I graduated high He's school. He's a master packer, basically. Yes. Like Tetris. I can literally. Yeah. Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. Like if I, if we're going out of town, don't even touch my trunk. I've got this thing. <laughs> we're going to have a room. You're not we're alone. I've moved <laughs> twice and I'm the same way. Yeah. Twice. Okay, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I know how to move. So anyway. I'm like, all right, well, we're going to go over to the storage unit. And she's like, we're going to be there all day. Just prepare yourself. Like, literally, I, just really I don't even I had think so we were there much. for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up this thing thinking it's going to be like jam packed. This is, you know, I'm, I'm prepared. Right. You a know, whole I've day. A, I packed a lunch. I've got, <laughs> you know, got my Gatorade, <laughs> got my Gatorade <laughs> hydrated for this thing. Um, anyway. We get it done with it within an hour, and we're out of there. You know, but, uh, I was impressed. That. I was impressed. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we uh, we made our way back here, and then you actually lived with um, a friend of mine yeah. for a little bit, uh, who had an extra room or suite off of their house for yeah. for a while, and. Um, yeah. I was so scared to be over here by myself, but it was like you know, you know when you know. And so I'm sure Christy could attest to that, right? Because yes. you're married. But, yes. Um, David, not that you don't. Hey, hey, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I took the risk. And I I mean, I had so much time on my hands, too. I think I probably annoyed you for a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. It's not like what? she came here to do the dish. You know what right. I mean? Right. First, I, I had like, no job here. when I got <laughs> here. And so I had left my agency and I was just kind of twiddling my thumbs for a little bit. And I was like, okay, you got to take me to go do, do or meet somebody and it just so happened that at the time it was perfect timing. Uh, the host was leaving, or I shadowed her. The host was leaving, and then I got the job. So now I'm working. So, so y'all started dating in 2014, 2013, 13, 2013. Okay. So January of 2013, and then I moved in September. Okay. And then we ended up getting engaged February first. Wow. Okay. Yeah, of 2014. February, Moving quick. He knew. So he we knew. dated yeah. for like thir- 13 months and then got engaged. Oh, yeah. I knew already. I mean, she, she would have had the ring except for. <laughs> you can't do she that. She picked out the most expensive ring in the whole place. And I'm like. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, okay. Give me a whoa, year. whoa, time out. Like, uh, Saved look, look. by the bell right now. Like, all right. Do me a favor and mix them all up again. <laughs> I went back Try, uh, maybe a couple months later. Mix them all up and then have her pick again. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Same a true one. story. But can we kind of give some background on that? Yeah. So Miss Texas USA has a jeweler, a sponsor. Of course. And so we went in. Have I a said, yeah, had, we had a connection. So at the time, um, you know, he was going to do us a really big favor and, and make the price very nice and so it just so happened that one of the rings that he put in there was very expensive and i said natish why did you do that i happened to pick that one and i really don't have expensive taste well it wasn't per se se. nice but it's yeah it was just pure it was just it was beautiful Um, i mean it is beautiful (laughs) um and so yeah yeah he hooked us up though she literally picked the same one a couple months later yeah. out of an entire thing i mean there's tons of them can't argue <laughs> and with I that the exact she same picks one. the exact same one or she took a picture of it and was memorizing <laughs> no, it on the way no not at all not at all he, which you have to respect that even if it happened yeah. but, the I mean, hustle. And this is the biggest thing she's like 
if I choose that, and this is sort of her personality. I don't know if it will happen or not, but she's like, the one that I choose, I will have our entire marriage. Mm. You know, I'm thinking we could do this and then I, we can upgrade, upgrade it and make it a necklace or whatever, yeah. you know. You're like, in but, 10 years, you'll thank me because yeah. <laughs> you don't have to buy another one. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, how long has it been since you guys got married? Man, we're going on seven years in September. That's awesome. Seven I years, don't even know. <laughs> seven years in September. I'm like, wow, I've had two kids and now I have two shows. Is it seven years? <laughs> seven years in September. The, the but, boy's always the one in trouble yeah, for not knowing, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay, let's On the do way the over math. here, I was like, okay, I got to know this date. This right, date. exactly. <laughs> seven years. It's in the calendar. Yeah, it was seven years of engagement and so six <laughs> years of marriage. And now we're going to have our seventh. Yeah. We're, Beautiful. Yeah, we're in our sixth. Yeah. yeah. We'll be right back to talk about athlete, uh, answer the drop the disc question, and of course have a round Augusta at the end. But first, uh, Edgar's Hospitality Group is a partner of ours that we're really excited about. Um, not only do they have Edgar's Grill, Edgar's Above Broad, which is in our building at the AU building. Uh, they have the Pinnacle Club above us, the Snelling Center off Furious Fair in Washington Road and they have Helms College, which all comes from Goodwill. Now, the cool thing about all of this is that all of the money that all of these places raise goes into these local job programs that are actually unique in the country. Uh, it's a really cool thing. Look into it. We did an episode with Trip Harrison, who is involved in all of those programs, and we would highly encourage you guys to check out Eggers Above Broad and Eggers Grill. And one thing that I have to tell you guys about is Augusta Rocks. Augusta Rocks originally is a mini-series that we've started to talk about local musicians. It premieres the first Sunday of each month, and we are turning it into a concert series. Uh, we are having our first one this coming Friday, the 26th of February, at Savannah River Brewery. Tickets are sold out, but you can watch it online at AugustaRocks.com. And we're going to be raising money for the Salvation Army Center of Hope which is a local Salvation Army organization that provides shelter for those in need. Everybody watching will have opportunities to donate, and we want to thank the artists Will McCraney, John Kruger, and Joe Stevenson for all agreeing to do this, as well as our partners at Tranner Gray Media for helping us promote everything and build the website. Uh, there will be a live stream because of Tranner Gray as well. Check everything out, AugustaRocks.com. Check out the live stream. Uh, it'll start at 8 o'clock and end around 10. Hosted by friend of the show, Sean Cash. We're really excited, and we hope that we see all of you guys, or at least you see us virtually there. So now, talk to us about over this time. You guys have been building a lot of stuff. <laughs> On a week, we kind of have an understanding but I still want to hear from you right. about what you've been doing. And, and Ryan, of course, we know that you were building Athlete, mm -hmm. but I don't think we truly understand like what you were doing with it. So yeah. guys, kind of catch us up. How, how, what have you guys been growing together? Well, you know, one of the, not to give all of my information out, but one of the <laughs> things that I decided to do, I literally came back and I started Athlete with $500, you know, and um, what'd you like, buy? You know what? Like a punching bag? No, I, I mean, I, I literally already had a couple of things I could train people with, but gotcha. I went ahead and bought, um, I, you know, my, my business. Uh, the LLC, the business LLC, license. The business license gotcha. All that kind of stuff. It was like 500 something dollars. That's it, yep. You know, and um, started a business that started to create cash flow. And rather than ever going out and borrowing money, mm -hmm. you know, 
just continue to let the business grow itself, you know, and, um, you know, so, but we also, for, for me, a lot, you know, of it was, I didn't ever want to be tied to the business during my single years. Um, because I wanted to be able to move and go here and travel there. And, and if I, if I built this thing up to be too large, it would demand all of my time, all right. of my energy. Mm-hmm. And I, and so I was really just trying to figure out life. I mean, I knew that I wanted to, to train people. I just didn't know if that was my you know, path or if it was going to be as a college strength coach, a pro strength coach, or, or just coaching football in general, uh, which most of my friends are doing now, you know, at a high level. So anyway, we, um, once I will say after we got married, it's like, all right, you know, or I met on, I was like, I need to, you know, dial in here and go ahead and really start to build the business. Um, but once my son was born four years ago, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not, he's not going to see me compete in football, but he can see right. me compete in business. It has you know? to be successful now. You know, we're going to, we're going to grow this thing now. And it's been really neat. You know, we've over the last few years, I mean, I've been in seven different locations. I was going to say, so when I moved here, the first five years, we had moved to five different places like living and then five different facilities. And so each year I get, I get to watch him continue to grow this thing and together we grow this thing. And um, it's been pretty neat to see that growth. And since then, obviously, we have Athlete Sports Training Academy, but we also have Athlete for Fitness, where we help adults with nutrition and physical fitness. And from there, obviously, we have, I think you asked me last time, so is this it? Are you going to be here? Oh, We're yeah, always yeah, yeah. willing to explore ideas, but we've really, what we've established and the people that we've been able to help and impact, obviously, we want to see that continue to grow. And it, and it is. I mean, yeah, our business has grown by about 125% over the last year. So wow, that's crazy. Pretty amazing. But it's yeah. so important for people to be healthy right now, especially yes. with COVID, you know, and all the stuff going on, which is obviously you would think that would be bad for what you're doing. But if you do it in a good way where you're mm-hmm. helping people get healthy, that's right. You so can be helping them. We're, we're uniquely operating off of a 10 acre horse farm in Columbia County that right. we transitioned. It had eight buildings and we transitioned three of them into um, training facilities. So we have a weight room, we have a speed and agility uh, building that's a a warehouse that's got all turf in it. And then we have our main office, which is a cottage with a four bay garage on the back. And the four bay garage has the fitness facility (laughs) built out. You know, that's really cool. It's neat for the people that come there too, because a lot of times, you know, for example, you know, a person that is really wanting to you know, lose weight and maybe a little intimidated to go to a regular gym. They come into a, like a peaceful farm type facility. You know, we, we have great staff with, you know, very helpful people have a desire to, you know, meet people's needs where they're at. Um, they serve them. And so, you know, people have a different environment there for an athlete. You know, it's, you go in and, and get commercial, you know, regular commercial real estate to be able to open up and run, you know, you got to buy a lot of real estate to run right. a long way, you yep. know? And so for us, we've got a 10 acre farm. I mean, you can run, and run <laughs> and keep running. That's not the problem. You know? <laughs> and so that's part of what we do is we, with the athletes is teaching, you know, speed, uh, speed and agility and performance. So, um, yeah, it really works. It's, it's a neat, neat facility. And we're going on to our second location now. So we actually wow. are going to get mm-hmm. a, another facility um, that will be around in March. So when athlete was in the early years, you know, when I was in college, early college mm-hmm. years, uh, my brother, you know, he was, he did a couple of sessions with you. Yeah. And so you, at that point you were, was your brother a football player? Yeah. Quarterback. Okay. 
He was oh. at that time you were tailoring it to young athletes, correct? Yeah. And so, yeah. well, what, at that what? time I also had Charlie Culberson. Okay. Yeah, playing, I didn't know that. Playing with the Braves. Wow. You know, and and we had um, another guy, Josh Whitaker, that went on to the a, went to the A's, or he was yep. with the A's during that time. Um, I'm trying to think of who else we might have had. Rich Poitras was a guy from the area, went to Greenbrier. Uh, Brandon Compton. Yep. You know, so we've we've been training. I had right. another guy that helped get into uh, Tennessee Titans camp at that time. We've now had over 50 pro athletes and, um, gosh, well over 700 that have gone on to college, you know. So, so I'm all I'm saying is I am someone not going to go play sports. Can you, can I still be one of your clients? Yeah. That's, so, so that's you our do, four fitness okay, program. Our excellent. four fitness program is built around nutrition. Yeah. Because 80% of what, you're, what anybody's looking for is going to be built around nutrition when it comes to the adult. Right. You're not looking to perform. You know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> hey, or maybe before we get that parking ticket, we got to run as fast as we can and get out of here. You know, um, yeah. comes in handy. <laughs> comes in handy. I'm telling you what, jump up high and grab something off the top shelf. I mean, yeah, yeah. But we can help you with that too. But we can um, <laughs> set some goals. <laughs> but it's it's the food, and then we've created. I've owned a CrossFit gym in the past. You know, mm-hmm. what twelve years now that since we've started it. I owned a CrossFit gym for there for a little bit too. And, you know, I felt like this was what we do now is for any and every adult. We created the four fitness program, which allows people to come in and train for about 40 minutes. All right. And in that 40 minutes, you'll hit a, a great warm up that'll get your body actually warmed up so you don't hurt yourself. And then you go into a, a true traditional strength training. And that traditional strength training for, you know, um, somebody who's, you know, a 55 year old female is going to be a little bit different than for yourself. I think <laughs> I, you I tell me, hope. I don't I know. Yeah. Cross my fingers on that one. <laughs> I don't want to see if I ever go there. I don't want you to show me the other people on my same, uh, program. I just want to not know that. Right. There you go, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, but, but we're ba- basically able to say, all right, here's the different movements that we're going to do. Here's some progressions if you're not there, but we know we, we assess yeah. the person that comes in and we know where they're at. So we meet people where they're at and, and, and help them lose uh, weight or gain muscle, mm-hmm. whatever it is. We set goals from the very beginning and it's a goal oriented fitness, you know, program. So what is it about, and, and I think this is my last question, what is it about this that, you know, former football player, there's a lot of things you can do just with that on your resume. I mean, obviously. And, and former volleyball player. Hey. Yes. <laughs> That's right. What made you want to stay in this field? Because you could, you know, obviously like when the real estate market picked back up, you could have probably made more money doing that. You know, you probably could have sold insurance. Well, that's why we moved a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I kind of hung in there a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's you know, good. Um, but what is it about training that, because clearly you're passionate about it. You have a 10-acre farm? Certainly. Well, you think about it, you know, the people that come to me, they either have a goal of, of being able to, I'm able to help a young person gain so much confidence you know, a kid who is not able to even make a team all of a sudden makes the team next year. He's a part of a team that changes his life forever. Oh, my parents should have done this for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so sorry you didn't make the team. I made one team. <laughs> one team. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, that that's life-changing experience. You know, whenever you help somebody, 
you know, lose 25 to, I mean, we, we had one of our guys lost 50 pounds in 12 weeks, mm-hmm. fueling his body properly, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. feeling better, <clears throat> becoming healthier. People are coming off of their medications. I mean, you're really helping people whenever you're working with, you know, a, a really gifted athlete and you're helping them to understand that this is actually a gift, you know, and people are not going to remember the things that you do on the field for the most part, but they're going to remember how you make them feel. So who are you going to be with your gift? You know, um, I wish I could go talk to every kid that goes to the University of Georgia, for example, and say, all right, you've got four years here, maybe, you know, and that's an opportunity to build a lot of relationships during this height of your career. You should be going back home when you can have free clinics, free camps, spend as much time with people's kids. When you get done, the people that you took care of are going to take care of you rather than making this moment all about yourself. Share this with people now, you know, so it's really the impact we call our, our farm impact farm, you know, and it's really all about making an impact. So I think when you, when you call us a power couple, I think on and I, both really we know that god has really you know given us some things you know um and we feel called to give back um but we're also pretty humble too at the same time i mean it's kind of not humble to call yourself humble but we're we're humbled by the fact that we know that we could very easily not have what we have too you know we both come from kind of humble backgrounds and have just really worked hard you know well let's take this opportunity yes to just tie this ribbon this pink yeah. ribbon yeah on this road <laughs> you mean rose. your red yeah. bow tie the drop the disc question is sponsored by trainer gray and this is a big deal to us the drop the disc question is what really keeps it consistent for every episode and trainer gray does just that for your business they're consistent across the board guys they do it all and they do it at a quality level you will not be upset with the work that trainer gray does in fact we have partnered up with them for our augusta rocks concert series so if you'd like to see how they work check out augustarocks.com it's incredible check out the live stream that they're going to do for augusta rocks what they are doing with us is exactly what they will do with you Check them out. Trainer Gray Media Group, located in Evans, Georgia. So we, Thank you. we have asked Anna this question already. Should mm-hmm. we re-ask yeah, her? Let's yeah, re-ask yeah, yeah. her. <laughs> okay, we'll let we'll let uh, Ryan answer it first. Then. Yeah. So every episode, we ask all of our guests this one question. We call it the drop the disc question. And what we're doing is uh, taking the disc out of that terrible word disgusta that we've heard floating around. You know, and so. Uh, if someone were to walk up to you anywhere and you've been all over the world and talk Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which is not of this world. <laughs> um, it probably, it's probably very right. much of this world. To be very oh, honest. that's true. That's true. <laughs> From that's a true. biblical standpoint. <laughs> if someone were to talk negatively about the city of Augusta, Georgia, what would your response be to them? Mm. You know, obviously everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? Correct. Um, but, what I would say is, you know, Augusta is an incredibly versatile place. Um, if you think about just the, the the family, growing and raising a family, there's really not, there, it's, it's very hard to go just 
find another place like Augusta. You know, Augusta is a place where geographically you can get to all sorts of places. Anna's from Texas, and she's like, "Hold on, in two and a half you hours, cannot we can get to all sorts of places. Real in two fast. and a half to three <laughs> hours, we can be at the we could be at the city with the mountains. We could be at, at at the ocean. You know, there's two and a half three hours in Texas, you can get to another city. Exactly, right. <laughs> you know maybe. I mean? maybe the next yeah. closest maybe. city. Maybe exactly right. So you know, I would say Augusta is a place where you know, if you're looking for the nightlife and stuff like that, it's just not going to have it, you know? But I think that, you know, a lot of people would be like I was, you know, I left and I went to all these cool places, but nothing felt like home. If you've been, if you're from here or you've spent any time here, there's a lot of people that are in the military that are here stationed. They go get stationed somewhere else. Well, then they come home and plant themselves right back here in Augusta because Augusta is a great place to raise a family. The school systems are incredible. Uh, people are, you know, well, people are going to be people no matter what. But, you know, you, you got some really good, honest people here. And we got great churches here. Um, great community. Well, and the growth has been pretty amazing, too, because for, for somebody like me who gets to be out in public and go from place to place with local living and highlight different right. organizations and businesses, it's kind of neat, you know, not having been from here to see the amount of growth that has happened since I've moved here. And so I think we talked about this last time. A lot of people, no matter where you're from, they'll always kind of diss their their hometown, right? You always feel like it's the worst place to live in. And it truly isn't. I think when you get out and explore it, um, the people are amazing here. They've treated me so well. Um, the people are, are just genuinely um, passionate, loving people. At least that's what I've experienced. Um, and the growth has been tremendous to see. Um, there's a lot of exciting things happening in Augusta, surrounding areas, which truly bring, obviously, value to the people that, that visit here, but also that live here. And so it's been pretty cool to see that firsthand uh, traveling around and my my director's actually in the house too so i want to give a shout out to him brendan because you know we like to do that with local living and the dish and it's basically what you guys do through podcast and highlight the growth and the amazingness that augusta is well augusta is also going to be what we make it Mm -hmm. right Right. so if there's things that we don't like about it we'll invest in it make it something make Mm -hmm. it better what do you not like about augusta well change it there's not a big enough training facility listen (laughs) now there now there is it's funny that you say (laughs) that there will be (laughs) so the one thing i ask you is when that when that happens you know have us out let us see it let us talk about it we would love to we would love to tell people about it absolutely sure enough man well, thank you guys so much for coming on yeah. the show. It was such thank a pleasure to have us. both of you. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my Happy goodness. Happy Valentine's Day, you <laughs> lovebirds. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Drop the Disc Podcast, recorded, as you know, once again at Augusta Podcast Studio. Check out Augusta Podcast at AugustaPodcast.com. Find us and the other shows, including Make Startups and I Didn't Sign Up for This, with more coming soon. I hope that you guys are having or had a wonderful Valentine's Day slash Sunday. And now, potentially from the inside of an airplane, here's Chris with Around Augusta. Hey guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. What do I have to talk about today? Guys, this is an inner city development that has come about. There is growth that is centered around medical district and it continues to expand to north to Harrisburg and south to South Augusta. It's gonna be about 200 residential units 
that are planned to come to 1812 Slayton Street it is the former cotton warehouse or the Whitney family. It's about 24 acres, 400,000 square feet property. It's going to be residential units. That's incredible. That is incredible growth. And guys, another thing I want to mention, Pego's Dime Museum. About two years ago, David and I were talking about Pego's Dime Museum. Really, it was just me. Love about, love it 100%. It's off Fifth Street. If you don't know what it is, it's an oddities museum. And Peter Echo is needing some help from the community. If you're interested in donating to help Pecos Dime Museum stay during these tough times during COVID-19, there is an opportunity to donate money, $25 or $50, to help out his museum stay alive. And being part of the community, we have to help each other out, especially in Augusta, Georgia. If you're interested in doing that, check out Pecos Dime Museum on Facebook, and it will give you all the information on where to donate. Check it out. And that is it for Around Augusta.